Welcome in. Hello, hello. Welcome into the Eric Zane Show podcast, a daily show uh, where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. I just realized I have the same hoodie on today that I had on yesterday. Well, too damn bad. When the team is this good, you have to really, really dive into wearing their gear. So uh, this is another example of yesterday comes and goes, go to bed, strip everything off, throw it on the side of the bed, wake up, there it is, waiting for you, put it on. Dressed up, ready to go. Boy, I, you know, it's, uh, it's really remarkable to me in this day and age. That guys just do this. Uh, girls would never like, uh, let, let's say Diana, um, like if I had a job, let's say I had a radio job, I, I would just go like this. I'd put my gear on and just leave. If I had a job or actually left the house, you know, but can you imagine ladies, the idea of like Diana gets home from school Oh boy, time for bed. And she just strips it all off, throws it onto the side of the bed and then gets up and throws it all on and just goes out the door. See you later. You know, the whole process that uh, is kind of like a ritual ladies with the hair and the makeup and all that. That is a, that's a pain in the ass. When did that start? There had to be a moment in history when women were like, all right, let's uh, go the extra mile to, uh, you know, do whatever we have to do with our hair and our makeup. Uh, Linda, the outlier, she says, I'm wearing the same clothes as yesterday. Okay, now that's what I'm talking about. We need more of that in the world. Nikki says, I do that all the time, except for changing my underwear. Well, okay, hygiene is important. That's all good. I did not even do that. Okay. I did bathe though. Uh, Yesterday was Wednesday. It's so bad around the house here that um, I took a shower Sunday and shaved. And then I did it yesterday. That's way too much time. That's like NFK level. My God, this is what happens when you're institutionalized like I am. Basically, uh, being in this house for the last five years. Uh, in the rare occurrence that I, that I leave, it might be to like the store, which is like a uh, damn adventure every time. I had a business meeting last week. I didn't know what to do with myself. I'm like, what do I even do? And if I go up north, and if I go up north, it go, it's even worse, you know? You can't, you, you have to wear old shitty clothes when you're up there. And just, and even though we can shower in the RV, I, I don't do that. No, you're up north, you're up there to chop wood, uh, uh, make s'mores, make chili, live like an asshole. When you go up to that part of Michigan that's secluded uh, off the... Uh, beaten path, great outdoors. 
You can't be clean. You just like when in Rome, the monsters that live up there, that's the way they live. And you don't want to like, if you have to quote, go into town. When you go up there, you don't want to look like a tourist. You don't want to be clean wearing uh, uh, clean clothes. Uh, you know, you want to throw on uh, pajama pon- uh, pajama pants, pajama pants, pajama pants, uh, Crocs with socks, or maybe like work boots, and a and a T-shirt that says like "Avoid the Noid" with shit all over it. That's like what you wear, you know. You go into Grayling; they got all the things that make up a backwater shit town. You got the, um, not the VFW, but what's the other one called? Amvets? No. Uh, I don't know. There's there's VFW. It might even be the VFW. There's VFW and a Legion. There's a Legion there. And, uh, you know, of course, they got like a fighter jet on and a, and a couple of tanks out front. And a, and a bowling alley attached to the bar. That's what you do. That's where the local hookers go. My God. And the, the era jet that they have on there is Korean War, which I am so tempted when we're going into town. Say, Dad, didn't you fly in one of those? I might have mentioned this. I talked to him the other day, and uh, just in passing, uh, I, I had asked him. I go, uh, just It was kind of like I forgot the scenario that set it up, but I had an in- and I said, so, Dad, did you ever fight in the military? Were you ever in, in the military? No, no, no. I'm telling you, um, uh, two months ago, you could have knocked me over with a feather when he, uh, when my charity scam Mike said, oh, yeah, your dad said he was in the war. He was, he was a fighter pilot in the Korean War and got shot down. What? Incredible. I wonder what Joanne believes in all that. I have no idea. Uh, but yeah, off and running on this, a uh, Thursday edition of the Eric Zane Show podcast. I was actually walking around the neighborhood yesterday and I could not figure out why everybody was putting their garbage out. Uh, garbage happens on Thursday. Now, Wednesday night, you put the garbage out. They are all doing the right thing. But... I'm walking around the neighborhood. I got one of the dogs with me and I'm walking around and I'm like, why the fuck are these people putting their fucking garbage out a day before? That's definitely against the homeowner association rules. You are not supposed to put this out. I go, fuck me. Today is Wednesday. Tomorrow is Thursday. Holy shit. Not sure what the hell threw it all off. Maybe because uh, we normally do a big fraud Wednesday. And this and this week we're doing a big fraud Thursday uh, with my pal Ben Glaze. We will be reviewing. Uh, we'll have an edition of Who Are These Free Beers starting right around 6. Might be a little bit after. Um, and uh, okay. Yeah, that is going to be spectacular, including the deep dive on the discussion on the show where they started the show and someone noticed that 
uh, more than one member of the show had a shirt on that looked to be the same color, gray. Yes, that's a crispy R. That's how it comes out of our, our lady pal, Kelly Jesus' mouth. You have gray shirts. That's crazy that your gray shirts are gray. They're all gray and crazy. And then this, again, the word is insipid, pointless, silly, joke tag filled, stupid discussion about the color gray. Not even a fun color. My God. Uh, we'll also have some crispy R's. We'll have some uh, uh, free beer bummer jokes. Um, we uh, we used to focus on um, uh, free beer bummer jokes all the time back in the day. Um, whenever he would say one that we'd all just look at him like, what? Uh, but that went away when I went away. So clearly it would bother him. Uh, but the guy still is in rare form with his bummer jokes. I'll have an example of that. Ben and I really started to hone in on this lately that a lot of the times he'll say something and, and nobody says a word. There's no reaction whatsoever because it's it's either they don't get it, which means it sucks, or they don't want to acknowledge it because it's so bad. We'll park on that. That is part of another Big Fraud Thursday tonight on Patreon. Now, you can get it live for free. Just go to patreon.com slash Eric Zane, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Sign up for seven days free. You must sign up for the $10 one for free. Now, basically, I'm just telling you that if you're going to get the seven days free, you have your choice. The $5 a month, which is all the audio, or the $10 a month, which is audio, video, live streams. Do the 10 a month. I don't give a shit if you let it ride or you cancel it or whatever. That's up to you. I'm not, you know, I, I usually hope that the content is enough that makes you go, yep, sounds good to me. I'm signing up. Um, so there you go. And I, that way you won't miss this because it happens tonight. And if you do just the audio, you have to wait a day or two when I get around to actually fucking editing it and putting it up there for you to listen to. Plus, when you get to see it, it's much better. Because I include video from the shithead show. Um, that is a new thing that we started last week uh, or two weeks ago. Ben is pulling his own clips for us to review. I think Ben is doing straight audio, but I'm doing audio and video. So do do the seven days free, $10 a month. Okay, you're not on the hook for anything unless seven days passes without you canceling it. Uh, John Reitzel, friend of the show, been around for a long time. You cheap bastard. He used to subscribe on Patreon, reaches out to me. I can't figure out how to do the seven days free. I go, I don't know, man. I've, I've never done it. Uh, I just know it's there. So I take a screenshot of it. I said, yeah, you hit this button. Oh, oh okay. And then he does it. Uh, and he said he wanted to hear an interview. I think it was with John Jamingo. And he fucking listened to it. And then he canceled it. Come on. Come on, John. We're tighter than that. Uh, all right. 
Joe Martinez will be at this house in 12 minutes. This is uh, the twice uh, number one or two, depending on how you look at it, visit to this residence from an absolute legend. He strikes uh, like a ghost. He just, all of a sudden, he's in the house doing the work. I have no idea that he's even here. And then he's gone like a thief in the night. And I have a tuned up furnace. Now, Joe, if that filter is a disaster, I think there's fresh filters down there. So if not, just let me know and I'll take care of that. There was one time early on in our, um, in our relationship, Joe and EZ, that the thing, um, wouldn't work. And, uh, he visited the house. It might even have been an after hours service call. So it cost more than it should have. And the filter was so, um, full of shit that air could not pass through it. And it became like a sail and it started to like get sucked into the mechanism of the, uh, of the ductwork because it was like stopping all the air. It was like basically a piece of lead was the filter. And so the machine knows that. And it goes, all right, we're shutting it down because we can't get in. The machine would shut down. Oh my God, it's terrible. going to cost me a hundred thousand dollars. Holy fucking shit. And uh, Joe comes in and he says to Madre Azuna Puta. And he goes, this was the problem. And he shows me this mangled filter. I'm like, oh fuck. How embarrassing is that? Like a fucking $4 thing. What an asshole. Don't let that happen to you. Anyway, he's going to be here. I, I, I uh, went down to the NFK and I go, hey, buddy. Joe's going to be here. One of two visits a year. I'm just having him come in so you don't have to get up. He's going to say hi to you. And then that's it. Just let him do his thing. Oh, okay. Um. So I told Joe, so no, nothing awkward. Just come on in. No dogs to worry about. You're good to go. Make sure you close that door though, Joe, because the cats will get out. We cannot have the cats getting out. Son of a bitch. All right. Off and running on this fantastic Thursday. He, uh, Joe remembers it intently. Um, I think it may not have been Joe who came. It may have been one of the assistants. It was a plug filter on a Sunday during the polar vortex. Wow. I bet that was expensive. You get you. Okay. Now he can come in an emergency. Oh, it was you. It was you. Yes, yes, yes. It was you. Uh, but I mean, on a Sunday, coldest day of the year for him to actually open up the door of the Casa one step is $160. And not only do you get Joe to fix your problem. But you get his attitude. 
Because, yes, he's getting like three times the amount, but he's entitled to give you all sorts of Mexican sass, and you won't say shit about it. So I open up the door and uh, let this pissed off criminal into my house. I didn't even say shit to him. I knew. He's liable to fucking murder me. He wanders down the steps. He's got a, a multicolored handmade poncho on to keep him warm. Five minutes later, he's gone. I think I paid $17,000 for the whole deal. Uh, Kenny says, speaking of the NFK a minute ago, is he showering himself lately? Haven't heard about those adventures in a while. Yes, but I'm suspicious of how good of a job he's doing. He has graduated to his own showers. He annoyed the piss out of me the other day. I told this, Kenny, you heard that story on the Patreon. It's worth telling here. Motherfucker, did that annoy me? He has a tendency to overreact and hasn't done it in a while, but when he does get agitated um, or for whatever, and, and it's out of the blue usually for no apparent reason. He just gets in his own head that he's pissed off. He'll come charging at you with this angry look on his face and he's usually flapping his arms, which you've talked about that. And he loves doing air quotes with, and just this aggressive look on his fucking face. Like he's going to murder somebody comes into the kitchen and he takes a belt that, you know, how like when you use a belt too much, it gets damaged and then might uh, rip or break or something happens. Well, the belt had seen better days. It wore out. And he's got it in his hand and he sets it down on the kitchen table. And he has another belt around his waist. But it appears to be a little bit too small. And I don't know this, but this belt was a gift that my son had gotten him for Christmas, I guess. Hey, everybody needs a backup belt. Dumb fuck's belt broke. So he goes to put the backup on. Backup's too small, so now he's enraged. Puts the fucking busted belt on the table. And I, uh, I, oh, break your belt? Of course he broke his belt. Now, he goes, yeah, this motherfucker's too fucking small. Fucking Jim got me too small of a fucking belt because Diana and he starts freaking out because I guess Diana gave him, he he's putting together in his head that Diana gave him the wrong size. And that's why Jim bought. And this is last Christmas. It's been sitting there waiting for him. And all the while he's mad face and his arms are going crazy. Like, and he's looking at me while he's doing that. And now the only way to deal with this when it's happening and I talked about this on the Patreon. It's like a dog. If the dog, you actually catch the dog shitting in the house and then you go, no, and take the dog and put it outside. That's one thing. 
But if the dog shits in the house and then like an hour later, you can't, you can't then do it. So I've got an opportunity here to nip this in the bud. And, uh, while he's freaking out with air quotes and screaming and yelling at me and motherfucking this and motherfucking that, I held up a T with my hands, like the, like the coach on the side of the field. I go, time out, time out. And I look at him like I'm looking at you and I go, why are you talking to me this way? And right away, his face goes from this to, uh oh, I fucked up. And uh, I go, yeah, dude, um, we don't react this much over th- over little things like this. We don't, we don't do that. Not, not here, not over this. Calm down. You don't need to talk to me this way. I've done nothing to you. You don't need to settle, relax. I didn't really chastise him. I just asked him, why are you talk? Why, wh- wh- what's going on here that I, you're t- treating me like this. And, uh, He's like, sorry, really sorry. I go, yeah, I mean, my God, you were doing so great. We've kind of uh, weeded this out of you and, uh, you would, it's, this is not the end of the world. We'll just go get a new belt. Oh man. He felt like such a jackass. Uh, and then kind of, he kind of skulked away. And then sure enough, an hour later, he's, he's again, apologize. Like, Hey, don't worry about it. Forget it. It happens. It happens. No big deal. Jesus. Uh, Florida man says, if I was already mad and someone asked me an obvious question, I would be more (laughs) enraged too. Don't put this on me. Come on now. Uh, We're expecting to be able to hear from uh, Kyle from a company that used to sponsor the program. For another edition of Let's Kill with Kyle. Uh, Maureen says, did you get him a new belt yesterday? No. I did not. But I didn't leave the house. If I leave the house, I'll be happy to. He ain't going anywhere. He doesn't have a hot date. I'll get him a goddamn extension cord if I have to. Let's see. Where are we here? My God. Uh, First of all, if you're watching the show on uh, Facebook or X or YouTube, thank you so much for that. I'm going to send you on your way, though. The rest of the show is available on Twitch. Download the Twitch app and search Eric Zane Live, all one word. Download the Twitch app, search Eric Zane Live, or if you're on your laptop or desktop, go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. The audio podcast is made available shortly after I finish this on all podcasting platforms. As uh, don't forget, I have the Patreon. I mentioned that earlier. If you ever need to reach out to me, send me an email on the Shoreliners striping inbox, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. Thank you to everybody who sent material along for me to talk about in the last 24 hours. Always appreciate it when you send along story leads. But for now, I send you on your way. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's auto repair, Grand Rapids hybrid and EV X brought to you by my friends at blue frost. IT follow on all those uh, different uh, social media. I would appreciate that. That is uh, 
Facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page and on X at Eric Zane show. Have a YouTube channel as well. I'm on there. Sometimes stuff goes up. Sometimes it doesn't. Hey, what's up? It's your pal EZ with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane show podcast. The Eufy video lock. Oh my gosh. Smart lock 2k cam and doorbell three in one triple security. You got everything in one device. All right, rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app that it's going to work okay in that app, and oh my God, this is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys, and you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes, they walk up to the door, they punch it in, the door unlocks, in they go. And of course, it's a video camera. So it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy video lock is the top of the heap. Okay. You can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate, I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing powered for a long, long time. No monthly fee on this, unlike other brands that do that. They just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee. I love the Eufy Video Lock. Get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. E-U-F-Y official.com slash video lock. All right. If you are listening to the audio podcast, please uh, subscribe, rate, and review. Always appreciated. Those things help out your old pal, EZ. Maureen says he can use baling twine for a belt like Jethro. Exactly. Chris in Maine. Eric, I broke my belt. Did you? No, I could say, Kevy, did you did you break your belt? Yeah. Did you? Eric, are you doing the show today with Ben? Yes. Are you? Yes. Eric, you eating your dinner? Yes. Are you? Yes. All right. So the guy who inspired that QAnon propaganda movie. uh, His name is Tim Ballard. Remember, it uh, was called The Sound of Freedom. And everybody who you hate went to see it. And... Like 1% of this film is based on something that actually happened. Okay. And Ballard is a QAnon nut. The guy who played Ballard, Jim Caviezel, is a QAnon nut. And all of the psychopath, liberty-loving patriots... It's just a shame that such a proud term has been ruined by these butt fucks went to see it. And, you know, there was all sorts of business where 
the uh, those numbers were inflated. I think like there was like ten thousand actual tickets that were sold or that were seat. Ten thousand people across the United States saw the film, but somehow like ninety nine billion tickets were sold. I have no idea how that even happened. Well, if you didn't go see it and if you didn't believe it, you were like uh, a communist or some shit. Then it was revealed that one of the financial backers of the film, uh, I think is into kids. Um, some weird type of scenario. I remember talking about it on this show. Well, now the guy himself, Tim Ballard, the dude who the story was so, uh, supposedly based on, you know, his life's work was supposedly rescuing kids. Operation Underground Railroad. Our O-U-R. He is now being sued by five women for uh, sexual misconduct. The accusation is when he would go to like faraway places to try to cut deals. Okay, he would go to like... um, where traffickers are somewhere in Mexico, South America, who gives a shit? And he would have, uh, let's say, women with him. And uh, one would pose as his wife. And he would go there um, trying to win trust with the sex traffickers through a ruse in order to get access to these uh, trafficked kids in order to, uh, I don't know, buy them back or, 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 or rescue them or who gives a shit. It's, it's all in the movie with about 1% reality. Okay. So he does all this shit and that's, that's the thing, but he brought the women with him who are part of his organization somewhere based somewhere in Utah. They're all Mormons. So they're crazy from the get go. And, uh, he said to the Mormons, okay, to the Mormon women, you're going to pose as my wife. But uh, don't worry. Um, I'm, if I have to prove that I'm your husband, I'm just going to kiss you on the cheek. But that became not the case over time. And these women, five women are accusing him of like, hey, um, in order to throw off the bad guys, uh, we have to have butt sex. I'm not even kidding you. And they're like, wait, what? Well, they're not watching. Well, no, they'll know. So you got to have sex with me. This is so fucked up. Lawsuit was filed Monday. Five women said they were coerced into sex acts after joining Ballard on his sting operations. This is Ballard. Okay. Someone needs to learn to buy a fucking suit correctly. Look at this Hulk in a suit that's probably four times too small. What an asshole. If you're a man who doesn't, who doesn't have enough sense to buy a correct fitting suit, you're a suspect. Tim Ballard used a tactic called a couple ruse to fool sex traffickers and to coerce women into sex acts according according to this lawsuit. The suit is ridiculous. 
Ballard, whose quote-unquote life story was the basis for the hit film Amongst Psychopaths called Sound of Freedom Denies the Allegations. Now, he had resigned from the nonprofit behind the rescue missions this summer. I can't remember if that was because of these allegations or something else. Operation Underground Railroad, the organization co-founded by Ballard, was named, uh, was also named as a defendant in the lawsuit filed in Utah. Through Operation Underground Railroad, Ballard traveled overseas to rescue women and children who were victims of sex trafficking. The lawsuit said that initially, Mr. Ballard, a Mormon, kept to a strict set of rules while undercover, including with these women who were posing as a wife or girlfriend, no kissing on the lips and no touching or exposing of private parts. But that over, but, uh, that over time, things changed. Ballard, according to the lawsuit, began to use his religion and spiritual manipulation to coerce the women into sexual contact, the lawsuit alleges. Many of the alleged victims were also Mormons. Under the couple's ruse, according to the lawsuit, Ballard engaged in a ploy where he would tell the women that if they were offered alcohol, which is forbidden by the Mormon church, that the, the woman posing as the wife should take the drink and then open her mouth, kiss him, and spit the alcohol in his mouth. That's kind of like what happened to Ashley and that one former boyfriend of hers who you have all heard of, except replace the alcohol with jizz. Remember that story? Kiss him and spit the alcohol in his mouth, and then he would spit it out when the traffickers weren't looking. Holy shit. So according to that, he's like, hey, I got a great idea. If they offer you booze, take it, put it in your mouth, and then you put it in my mouth when we kiss. And then I'll spit it out. How stupid is that? There's about a million other things she could do that would be less, uh, 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 what do you call it? Uh, obvious or uh, suspicious. She could just put the glass up to her mouth and not drink. She could actually put it in her mouth. And then she could spit it out. Why does she have to put it in your mouth to spit it out, you dumb fuck? Or... Drink it. Who gives a shit? (laughs) Claims included in the lawsuit include an allegation that Mr. Ballard pressured the women to share a bed and shower with him on sting operations and coerced sex acts from him, from them purportedly to quote, maintain the appearance of a romantic relationship at all times and to avoid making sex traffickers suspicious of them. Well, That's dumb because unless the sex traffickers are in there watching you shower or are watching you have sex. The lawsuit also claims that Operation Underground Railroad and its board members knew of Ballard's behavior, but either ignored or silenced the alleged victims. 
The nonprofit says that they deny it. Uh, BBC, who reported on this story, has contacted uh, the organizations that are the defendants. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints last month rebuked Ballard, accusing him of exploiting his friendship with a Mormon leader for personal advantage. It sounds like this guy's a real piece of shit. So basically, all the right-wing assholes were like, oh, he's such a great American. We love him. We love him. He says his missions have saved hundreds, maybe thousands of children. Bullshit. My God. Chris in Maine says, ha ha. Yeah, baby bird Joe. I don't know what you mean by that. Chris in Maine says, give him a BJ. Go ahead. It's cool. Just spit it into my mouth and I'll get rid of it. How fucked up is that? I love it when these assholes, when bad things happen to these people that everybody falls in love with. Oh, they're so great. They're so great. They're not. They're not. Incredible. All right. It isn't often on this show that I ever want to sit down and say, hey, let's watch some great plays from the baseball game. Because 99 times out of 100, there are none. The reason why? Because it's baseball. Uh, Leading up to today, the only thing we have shared from baseball are fights, ridiculous moments from the announcing booth, maybe a bad injury, uh, or fan running on the field, maybe an umpire uh, throwing a coach out or a manager out. But I actually have baseball here to share with you. And it better be good because if I'm going to spend any amount of time on this pile of shit sport, uh, well, it better have something to it. or better be a good reason for it. And I think this qualifies. I really do. The Dodgers were swept by the Arizona Diamondbacks. Now, that's ridiculous, first of all, because the Dodgers were great during the regular season. Now, even if that happened, I wouldn't I wouldn't give a shit. I wouldn't like say, hey, guess what, guys? Big news. The Diamondbacks uh uh beat the Dodgers. And uh, they were they were big underdogs and uh, the Dodgers were great. I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. However, there was a moment in yesterday's game, uh, Bob Costas and Ron Darling on the call, where it was the third inning and there was no score in this game. And um, something really, really unbelievable happened. Let's see here. Make sure I don't. Oh, shit. It's going to be hard. Well, I'll just tell you because at the bottom of this video, and I I don't have any way to hide it, the Diamondbacks hit four, count them four home runs in a row on four pitches. 
So it was like, dude steps up, hits it a mile. Pitcher's bummed out. And then it happens three more times in a row in one inning. The same pitcher. Oh, my God. Audio check, video check. Here we go. Adjective. And here's Perdomo. Look at this. Hayward back at the fence. Can't get it. Gone. Okay, well, one nothing. No big deal. I mean, a big swing here from Perdomo in that 3-1 count. And he got all of it. Okay, so that guy, a Luthien swing. All right, everybody's happy. Okay, next guy, next batter. Next pitch. Cadell Marte, if it's fair, and it is, and this ball is way gone. So look at how excited the Diamondbacks are. They have no idea they're going to watch two more home runs. Well, this is what you know about Lance Lynn. He gives up homers. So Costa's talking about the pitcher for the Dodgers. Well, this much we know about Lance Lynn. He gives up homers. You know, Marte in his first at bat, a long drive to left center field. Same pitch, it looks like. Yeah, just a cutter that he never got in, just a spinner over the middle of the plate. All right, so the pitcher's disgusted with himself. And then next batter, fuck me. Boom. He hurts him every bit as much as Carroll could have. And here's another shot to deep. See, the pitcher didn't even turn around. This is so crazy. Carroll could have. <laughs> and here's another shot to deep left. Down the line and gone. You know who's a big Dodgers fan? Uh, Mike Ball, who a lot of you know. He's part of the core group of uh, listeners. Same drum. Three, Three home solo runs. homers in the inning. This time it's Christian Walker. Now, this, why are they leaving that pitcher in? Solo home runs. Hanging breaking ball there from Lance Lynn. Christian Walker had been 0 for 6 with four punch outs against Lynn. Christian Walker has the home run erased and then hits the next pitch to the moon. There's your four. This is so fucked up. Costas, this next guy who hits the home run, Costas gets his name mixed up and, and thinks it's Christian Walker. But it's not, it's another guy. Christian Walker had been 0 for 6 with four punch outs against. And then hits the next pitch. Walker has the home run erased. And then hits the next pitch to the moon. (laughs) There's your fourth home run. This pitcher cannot believe it. I've never seen anything like this. Nor have I. That's saying something. Ron Darling was a, a big leaguer for a long time. He's you know, obviously been uh, uh, doing baseball announcing for years. And Costas, I mean, my God, think about how much baseball these guys have seen. Wow. After a replay review. I'll tell you what. 
I'll tell you how much I've never seen anything like it. Christian Walker homered earlier. That was Gabriel Moreno. There's so much going on. <laughs> he didn't even Moreno know. Right? The right. just takes off his helmet. Wait a minute. There's Gabriel. It's That's a- fucking incredible. Holy shit. All right. That means we'll have to wait another five years before we focus on an actual baseball highlight. But look, there is something that's uh, interesting about this. I actually do have another baseball story to get to, but it's more about the circumstances surrounding a home run. But before I get to that, I've got to reach out to Mike Ball, who is a huge Dodgers fan. I need to know, because he had to have uh, sat around the... I mean, the team was already down two games to none. He had, he's had. he got to be in front of the TV. Yeah. Hey, I was just talking about the Dodgers last night. Uh, absolutely <laughs> gross. Uh, Lance Lynn. Yeah. What the fuck? Yep. Four pitches, four home runs. That is, that's unbelievable. Uh, take me through. Were you like uh, watching that as it happened? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, well, their whole pitching staff was injured this year, and they had to pick him up at the deadline. And Ooh. Yeah. So why, they were, they why, were did, playing with a, why did they leave him in? Uh, they didn't really have any other options at this point. And Kershaw you're... pitched game one and got one out and gave up six <laughs> runs. And, and then their surefire rookie pitched game two and got uh, five outs and gave up three <laughs> runs. So eventually you have to get some outs. So. Four home runs in a row. That's that's unbelievable. Did you shut yeah. it? Did you shut it off at that point? No, we watched till the better end. You now you've brainwashed your children into liking this stupid team, haven't you? I did. Oh, fuck. You, you're a horrible father. You got that right. <laughs> uh, anything uh, new and fun and interesting in the world of Little Debbie snacks that we should know about? Uh, Christmas tree cakes come out next week. A little early this year for the Christmas tree cakes? Uh, that's kind of what I think, but yeah. Do they have uh, any type of pumpkin snacks or uh, scary? Yeah, they're out right now. Okay. Yeah, Pumpkin delights and pumpkin spice rolls. You would love the pumpkin. Spice. Oh, I know I would, but uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to fix my body. You know. Yeah, I think you're scared. That's what I. <laughs> um. So you know, you you've heard about my my retirement from running. I can uh, my uh, the oh, arth- yeah. the arthritis is uh, is pretty pronounced. I'm getting a sh- a big shot tomorrow that's supposed to alleviate my uh, pain, but I still am not allowed to run. Yeah, one of my buddies gets those, and he can still run, but it looks awful when he's running. So yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna take it easy for the rest of my life. How does that sound? Yeah, you know, just kind of head on out to pasture and yeah, call it good. Pretty much, pretty much. Cool. All right. Well, sorry about your uh, Dodgers. Uh, what part of the uh, area are you going to be in, in case people want to see you stocking the shelves? Uh, currently, we're in Hudsonville still. We'll be in Holland. We'll be in Jenison. We'll be in Caledonia today. Is your son still helping you with the business? Yes. Right. He is. All right. Good for him. 
Yep. All right, have fun. If you if you see Mike, a bald guy, bunch of great snacks, that's him. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Much love. Bye bye. Yeah. He's like, oh, fuck you. Why did you even call me? Maureen says, tell Mike to start saving the boxes for the great food giveaway. You know, I was thinking about that today. Um, I think we had too much food last year. I don't know. It was it was almost like difficult to give it all away. Remember that? It was snowing like crazy. We've got to come up with a better way to get the word out. I mean, the podcast is fine, but sometimes I get the impression that um, everybody who's coming in are just people who see us on the side of the road, which again, fine, but I would kind of like it to be more all at once rather than people trickling in. So we've got to figure that out. Uh, when we were out there, that was uh, Linda says, yes, she remembers the snowball. She was uh, leaving. Her and Maureen were leaving. And she had her window open saying goodbye. And I, I took a snowball and whipped it at her. And it actually went inside of the vehicle. That was fantastic. The end was rough last year, says Kuipers. Yeah, it was. Uh, so I'm thinking about scaling it down. I don't know. It may, or we just figure out uh, a way to get the word out better. Something's got to give. Perhaps cap the food amount and donate more money. Well, I don't know. Let, let me think about that. Uh, I might have an entirely different option. Let me think. Not this second. I'm not going to think right now, but I will think. Uh, okay. Uh, we're going to bring in Kyle from a company that used to sponsor the show in a moment. First off, the open and live stream of this brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. 616-532-6600. That's 616 616- 532-6600 for Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Uh, call up if you have any issues or you want to schedule, uh, take care of some maintenance that's scheduled on the vehicle, or perhaps you have something pressing that needs to be taken care of immediately. Perhaps you're on the side of the road, like, oh, my God. Uh, get the vehicle to Irvine's. 616-532-6600 uh, nestled right in the middle of Grand Rapids, Michigan. You can't miss them. 616-532-6600. Uh, get an insurance policy through Obamacare, healthcare.gov, and have Frank Fuss help you every step of the way. Buyinsurancehere.com. If you are without insurance, maybe your employer doesn't offer it or you're in between jobs, or you're self-employed, you still need insurance and you get it through the marketplace. Now it's important to note when you're thinking about an insurance premium that you'd have to pay each month. If you get it through healthcare.gov, if you do not pass the earning threshold, the government will pay for a good portion of your monthly premium. That's how it works. Frank will tell you all about it. 
and uh, let you know if you qualify. Frank's services are free, as always. When it comes to any insurance policy, healthcare, life insurance, home, auto, Frank can help you with everything. You just have to schedule the appointment, and you do that by going to the website, buyinsurancehere.com, B-U-I, insurancehere.com. Schedule that appointment. There's a spot on there with the drop-down where you can indicate that you heard about him from me. Thank you so much, Frank, for sponsoring the show. And thank you to you, the audience members who have called upon him and all of the sponsors uh, to this show to make it all possible. Uh, That's how we do it on the Eric Zane Show podcast. These sponsors power this free show. If it weren't for them, I wouldn't be able to do it. And uh, for now going on five years, we are approaching the five-year mark, by the way. It would be January 6, 2024 is five years. That's when the show began, January 6, 2019, uh, one year before the D.C. Asshole Convention. All right. Before I bring in Kyle from a company that used to sponsor the show, I'm going to take a short break. Uh, Megan says we know we need we know tons of places that need help. We can expand the great food give it, uh, giveaway and put money to good use. Um, yeah, I've got uh, I've got some ideas. We can have a little uh, powwow about that. And uh, and do our our uh, Megan definitely is a is a queen when it comes to organizational skills. I mean, there's a reason why she is uh, part of the nerve center of Irvine's. It's that type of logistic effort and work on her part. But uh, I have some ideas, and um, I think it might involve more than one day. This is what we used to do. This is what I'm thinking about. Um, when I used to be in Knoxville, we used to do this bit called um, camping for cans. And we don't have to call it that. But what it would be is I would be like on location for as long as it took to meet a certain food goal. And the way we would do it was we would have an empty um, trailer from a tractor trailer. And the goal would be to fill it all with food. Um and then donate it to one of these organizations that then distributes it to all the various hubs, you know? So that money would then be donated to one organization locally, and then they would distribute the uh, food, you know, can, non-perishable food items, and or money if they chose. And I have to stay there until the truck's filled. Um couple finer points that after, and we could do it in your parking lot, Megan. How about that? So let's, uh, let's work on that. Cole says, isn't every day a DC asshole convention? So true. That isn't necessarily the way we have to do it. I don't even know if I want to do that. I don't know if I want to be camping for days on end. I can't afford to do that shit. God damn, much as I love camping, I don't want to do that. So maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud. Uh, if you have any ideas on how we can do this uh, food giveaway and kind of change it up a little bit this year, uh, all ideas are appreciated. Send them along, eric at ericzaneshow.com. But we will, in some way, shape, or form, come up with a ton of food to give people who are uh, otherwise without 
We just can't have that. All right. I'll be right back. Checking in with Kyle for another edition of Let's Kill with Kyle from a company that used to advertise on the show. Alexander. What up, buddy? How are you? I'm doing good, dude. How you doing? Never better. Sounds like you're on the road. Oh, yeah. Daddy's driving, but uh, it's cool. Who's driving? Me. Oh, I just okay. call myself Daddy. Oh. <laughs> All right, yeah. Hey, well, be careful out there. You never know. Yeah, yeah, no. I'm. It's. Uh, I'm, I'm in a nice chill area. I'm just driving in my regular truck, so it's chill. Okay, what's what's on tap today? You're like doing some demo deal or some shit. Are you on one of those stupid Bluetooth things? It sounds like fuck. Wait, does it really? Or is it? I'm. I'm. Yes, it's connected to like my my truck. Oh, like it like comes through the speakers and shit. Yeah, it's a pile of shit. Well, hold on. I'll turn it off. Hold on. And then I'll get, um, wait, hold on. Yeah. Oh, fuck, it won't go off. I don't know what the fuck to do now. <laughs> um, Can't you just, like, turn is the... Is that better? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, the problem is, whenever I would say something, I would hear my own voice, like, half a second later. Oh, fuck. Yeah, maybe that was because of the... I was Bluetooth, and that, that is my bad. <laughs> oh, it's, it's better now. It, it's not doing it. So, dude, oh, yeah. uh, four and one, Detroit Lions. The fucking Lions, baby. That was, I mean, I'm feeling, I'm feeling sick, dude, because I didn't even think about it until I read this article the other day that was like, we basically did three blowouts in a row. And I was like, oh, fuck, dude, we did do three blowouts in a row, basically. So, hell yeah. I still cannot believe they lost that Seattle game. God damn it. Dude, fucking, I know, dude. It's like, there's something, yeah, there's something going on, dude. I, I know there's there's a storyline there that will reveal itself. But, yeah, because fuck the Seahawks. You fucking Geno Smith, dude. Come on, dude. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah, the, the, the power rankings in the NFL just came out, and the Lions are fifth in the league. Um, yeah, hell yeah, baby. And Seattle's like eighth. And I, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm still bummed out about that Seattle loss, but now they're like on the road in Tampa and Tampa's not terrible. Um, but you know, playing on the road can always be tricky, but it, uh, I'm pretty excited about this. Yeah, man, we're going to, we're going to fuck them up dude. because here's, here's the, the magic of this season is that, um, I keep saying like before a game, like either to like my father-in-law or wh- whoever I'm watching it with, I'll be like, all right, dude. Like when we were watching um, the uh, who the fuck did they just play? Uh, the Panthers. I was like, well, they we're gonna win fifty to ten, dude. And then like as it started unfolding, I was like, dude, we might win this thing fifty to ten, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then um, it, I mean it didn't happen because right. every fucking every fucking team. I don't care, dude. I don't. If you're winning big time, just someone needs to tell these defensive coordinators like, don't take it easy in the second yeah, half. Dude. You let's need com- to. Yeah. Let's complete the blowout, dude. You let's actually not let have them come back. A right. Bit. You have to try to injure them you i mean really amp it up even even more play dirtier do something i'm I'm fine with yeah just just whip out the dicks and slap the other dudes in the face dude who cares now okay there's no way they lose this week because it's baker mayfield baker mayfield yeah we're gonna gonna fuck him right in his ass dude I'm serious, dude. I mean, he's he's a little dude. He's like what, like six feet tall, or maybe maybe a little taller than that. But I mean, he's gonna have fucking Aiden Hutchinson coming down on him, dude. And he's just gonna fuck him up. 
Uh, all right. Um, so <laughs> what 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 have you been up to? I haven't talked to you in a couple of weeks. What's happening in your word world, Kyle? Yeah, dude. So um, yeah, fuck. When was the, so yeah, the guys guys weekend? I think was yes. probably so guys weekend went off without a fucking hiss, dude. It was a fucking great ass time. We were just like. Well, of course, the funny part is a bunch of dudes didn't come that said they were going to come. And so I, I, then, like, you know, afterwards, they're, like, apologizing to me and stuff. Like, oh, I'm sorry I couldn't make it. I'm like, hey, you don't got to fucking apologize to me, dude. You got to apologize to yourself, dude. You got to apologize you to yourself. You missed out. Baby. Yeah. This was the yeah. thing that you do. Like, it's like uh, like like camping, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, my father-in-law has, uh, Blue's dad, has uh, this, like, a, it's not, like, a huge piece of property. It's, like, a, a little piece of property kind of by this, like, lake. But, like, it's a neighborhood-ish, but the neighborhood is essentially, like, a glorified camping ground. So, um, yeah, we just had a bunch of dudes come with, like, tents, and um, we had, like, some campers there and shit. But we were just having a great freaking time, Eric Zane, just refreshing those batteries. And uh, Emilio was there. He said uh, his favorite line. Cause, you know, we we uh, I, I don't drink no more, but um, I'm allowed to drink on guys weekend. So I had some beers. And uh, Emilio said his favorite line of the weekend was I, I turned to my father. And I said, I said, Greg, listen, man. I was like, I love your daughter more than anything in the world. But fuck women. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and he, yeah, then he got a good laugh out of that. That one kind of spread around the, the group for a little bit there. What the hell would bring out such a uh, an anger comment holy shit why would you say guys, that guys weekend because it's guys it's weekend and guy at guys weekend you end up hating chicks i guess what boy what a stupid thing that is i <laughs> no 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 you, you don't hate the chicks you just say out loud the stuff that you can't say normally oh, that's oh what I'm my god <laughs> no i'm just messing of course of course um yeah so everything no one no one went to jail that's good you guys all stayed in one place yeah, nobody went to jail. Um, you, of course, we had one small injury because that, that, of course, has to happen where one of my buddies just got super messed up and then decided to be a good idea to leave his tent in the middle of the night without shoes on, and he fucked his feet all up. But we're all right. Oh, no. Did he step on a rake or something? <laughs> what the fuck did he do? From what from what it looked like, it looked like there was like a, kind of like a sharpish type stick slash log just like in nature. Um, and it was like parallel with the ground and he just kind of like walked right into it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> what an asshole. Uh, all right. Since we last spoke, a war started. Um, are you team Jew or team terrorist? I straight up um, have not uh, paid much attention to it. Uh, yeah, it was just uh, so we had um, guys weekend, of course, but then we did we had a demo and then we did like a crazy huge job as well. So I've been like I've not even been in the office actually. All right, good. Um, but then um, so and th this is going to totally like harsh the mellow that we got going on here. But so right after guys weekend, my grandma died. So, um, then we had, you know, like getting the funeral ready and stuff, which we had that this Monday that just happened. Okay. So yeah, I'm just, I'm fucking out of the loop. All baby. Right, that's okay. I'm really, I'm really, you know, yeah, what? he was just telling me about it yesterday. I was like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, yeah, on, it's a loop you don't want to be in. And, uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry about grandma. How old was, uh, was grandma? Oh, she was uh, 88. So yeah, she, uh, it was, you know, she was old. So that, that's just how I live my life. You know, I think like once you get to a certain age, uh, you should just be thankful they're around. And then right. like when they die, you're like, Hey, you're, you know, you were 88. So like, that's pretty expected, you know? Uh, um, 
But yeah, it was a good time. I mean, not a good time, but it was a, it was a relatively good funeral. Only one tiny, small smattering of family drama, but everything right. else was chill, baby. My grandmas were dicks, by the way. Uh, I, <laughs> I didn't know any grandpa because they were both dead by the time I was born. But okay. my grandmas were some of the biggest assholes that have ever walked the face of the earth. Holy <laughs> shit. God damn. Well, what were their names? Uh, there was uh, Mary and Irene. And just like, well, Mary was all right, but she was kind of like a uh, a religious zealot. Okay. Oh, yeah. And so you go to her place and you say, hey, grandma, can I turn on TV? And she's like, no, fuck you. We got to read the Bible. And I was like, oh, well, fuck that shit. What the fuck, man? <laughs> so that was horrible. And then uh, Grandma Irene, the problem with Grandma Irene was when my dad left and left my mom in the lurch. She hated my dad, and by extension, she hated me, too. So, oh, oh it's yeah. fucking horrible. Oh, crazy fucking grandma. I did yeah, not. We had, yeah. I was saying, my, my grandma was definitely. So, uh, so we got to, like, the part of the funeral where, like, you give speeches or whatever. Yeah. And um, apparently nobody really wanted to do that except for me and my dad. Um, so I went up there. And you know me. I got I to gotta crack some jokes. I got to, right. like, make yeah, of the course. mood a little bit lighter. Of course. So I was just, I was telling everybody uh, just, like, because, like, my grandma uh, would, like, say all these, like, old people quotes that, like, people of my generation, I, I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. You know what I mean? Like, she right. used to say, like, she's like, doesn't that frost your gizzard and shit? And I'd be like. Like, the first time she said it, I'm like, Frost, my what? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know what I mean? And then she would, she would say shit like, you don't know shit from Shinola. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't even know what Shinola is. So, yes, you're right. I don't. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. And so um, I cracked some of those jokes. But then I, I, we also alluded to the fact that um, my grandma was just like, uh, so here's a, here's a funny story for you and the crowd out there. So when my when I, my uh, when Blue first met my grandma, she was like, oh, you, she's so sweet and nice and like a cute little old lady. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I was like, you just wait. Like at some point, you're going to say something to her and she's going to disagree with it. And I was yeah. like, you're going to be fucked. Like right. she's going she's to she's rip you in half, you know? Yeah. And it took it took probably two or three hangouts. And um, it was when Jamo, we were getting Jamo off the passy. And uh, she was like, oh, is, he, "Is he still have a pacifier?" And uh, we're like, "Yeah, we're working on that now." And her face just oh, it, like twisted all up, and she just ripped in. And I did not have enough time to save Blue and like let her know what was going on. Right, right. It was just a fucking. So I told that story, and like everyone was just you know laughing their asses off because they knew my grandma was just fucking nuts. Dude. Yep, yep, yeah. I um, the thing is, being that I'm a grandparent myself, it's my goal to not be like my grand grandmothers because. Ah, oh, fuck. I, I just, I couldn't shake it. It was, everything was a, was a, was a drama filled, hate filled disaster. I swear to God, she hated me. So now. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Here's the thing. This is what I was talking with my sister about this. And this is like somewhat on a serious note. I don't know what it's like to be a, a grandparent or whatever, but like but most of, well, both of my grandmas who they, they still lived in Michigan, like they just like would never, like they never like called me or anything. Yeah, they're like, dicks. Yeah, they just like my. So I live right now. I lived right. Oh, I lived right down the street from my my grandma that just died. So like, she would call me all the time to be like, "Hey, can you come over here and do this thing for me?" And like, it was like a, like very like service based. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so like when I'm when I become a grandparent, like I just want I'm gonna like call my grandkids and be like, "Hey, like what's up?" And they're gonna be like, 
oh, you, you're calling me? I'm like, yeah, I just want to say what's right. up. And yeah. You know, so, so when I need you, it doesn't sound like I'm just needing exactly. you. Exactly. You know I mean? Exactly. You got you to gotta treat him well. And uh, and it, it, I, I always felt like a dick because my grandmothers always were fucking assholes. Fuck them. <laughs> 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 Holy shit. But the thing is, my two oldest brothers, who I'm only like their half brother, uh -huh. um, my grandma, she helped raise them. This is the one who hated me. So she uh -huh. was real tight with them. But my brother and I, my full blood brother and I, were uh, my, our dad is the guy that left. So uh, that's why she's like, oh, those, those little fucking Armenians. I hate those motherfuckers. <laughs> You know. Oh shit! Dude. <laughs> oh yeah. Was... Yeah, that's um. It's funny because I, I, this actually, I knew this would happen, and I was hoping it wouldn't happen. So like every like my sisters and like my parents, like everybody, and everybody really, that they knew that like I was my grandma's favorite grandkid, like, and only because like I just like you know went to college and right. like you know didn't like go to jail, you know, like all this crazy shit, you know. So anyways, um, so my sister like knew that and like my, everyone like knew it. And I was like, all right, let's get to this funeral without anybody coming up to me and saying any shit like that. You know what right, I mean? Right. So it was good. It was off without a hitch. Like it was almost over. We were two minutes out from like leaving, you know what I mean? And this lady, and I can't remember her name, but I, I've, I've known her since I was a kid or whatever, but she walks up, she was like, and I'm standing like right next to my sister. And she was like, I just want to say like your grandma was always talking about how proud of you. She, you know, like, <laughs> it just laid it on thick. And I'm like, Look at I'm like doing like the side at my sister. Like I'm fucking sorry. You know what I mean? Like I didn't ask for this. You know it's crazy when my um when my grandma died. Um, so I was probably like 13, 14 years old, and my two oldest brothers that I mentioned, and they they're like a lot older than me. So one, uh -huh. when I'm that age, one's 23, one's 25, and okay. So grandma's, you know, it's a funeral, and they're just like bawling they're so upset and i've got this look on my face like let's let's go eat this is fucking bullshit <laughs> and i hate this shit and then years later when i'm an adult we there's a conversation takes place so i'm probably like 30 when this conversation takes place and they they, they, they go hey um one thing we remember and they actually remembered the look on my face because they said what we remember is you didn't cry when grandma died and they remembered because I, I look so bored. And so. Yeah, yeah, you know, and those people, that's another fucking thing, you know what I'm saying? That's like, that's like another little caveat of funerals is like, and when, well, when you're me and you're like, oh, like. Yeah. And shit, and like you got like potential autism, like I'm. Out and I'm just like, all right, who's who's really buying to the crowd here? You know, who's really like hyping this thing up and like, oh, who's who's over crying? You know what I mean? Like, who's putting yeah. on a show? Like, and I, I I hate that. That's like a yeah. Like looking at these people, I'm, like there's some people I'm like, I don't even know who the fuck these people are, but like they're acting like they hung out with my grandma every fucking day. I'm like, who are these people, dude? Yeah, fuck. <laughs> you know? You know? I I said to Diana. Uh, the other day I go, I don't even know if I ever, when I kick the bucket, I don't even know if I want a funeral because I don't want to be so embarrassed by the lack of turnout, you know? <laughs> uh, so, I, you know, just, just burn my body. And then that's the end of it. I think that that's a, that's a final gift to the world because funerals always take place like, okay. Uh, yeah, it's going to be Tuesday starting at 2 PM. Yeah, it's always, right. or, or it wrecks a weekend or some shit. Oh, yeah, it's going to be up uh, right at the start of the Lions game is the funeral. Ah, oh, fuck you.
That's why it's I know. bullshit. And you know what you should do, Eric Zane. And this would this well, I guess it could work for me, but it would definitely work for you because you 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 actually like podcast. You know what I mean? Like that's like your thing. So like you could fucking record a podcast of you giving like your own fucking funeral thing. Yeah. I don't know what is that a eulogy? Yeah, that that's called? exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah, and my you, own eulogy. And, and, yeah, you're giving your own eulogy, but you're also, like, slamming yourself. You know what I mean? Like, that's fucking asshole. You know what I mean? Like, you're slamming yourself, but you give your own eulogy, but you pre-record it. Yeah. And then, like, you're on your, like, on your deathbed, you're like, somebody give me the fucking computer. And you, like, pre-schedule it for, like, tomorrow's episode. You're like, it's my, it's my death episode. Yeah. And then, fucking, I mean, millions of people are just tuning in. Just it's a great idea. Roast yourself, dude. It's a great <laughs> idea. Roast yourself, but at the same time, because you know there's people that, are going to be acting like they're your buddy who you hate. Right. So you say, oh, and by the way, uh, uh, if in effect so-and-so is watching, uh, uh, fuck you. Uh, I hated you. You know? Almost like, yeah, like, like, a, like a digital will of sorts. Right, right. You don't get shit. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Uh, you know, shit like that. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's, that, that's fun. Yep, yep. Um, all right. Anything else you want to talk about here? Um, no, yeah, the only other thing I was saying is, um, so my wife, uh, my beautiful wife, Blue, convinced me just, you know, based on the state of the fucking economy and stuff, she's like, listen, like, because, you know, I got like, I don't know, 275,000, like, cousins, not like cousins, but like nieces and nephews and shit. So she's like, here's what we're going to do. You're going to go donate plasma at fucking BioLife so we can get a nice chunk of change so we can fucking, that can be the Christmas money for these, all these fucking kids that we got to buy. Okay. Before, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so I, I used to do it like a little bit in my early 20s. Fucking, you know, no big fucking deal, dude. Just hop in there, fucking shove it in me. We'll do our shit and I'm just out of there and then I'm going to go have some brewskis. You know what I mean? Okay. Nowadays, Eric Zane. Dude, I'm old, baby. I, I like the first time I gave the plasma. I, I like got home. I was like, yeah, I don't know what's going on, but like I may die within the next few hours. You know what I mean? Oh, you didn't. Just you didn't, fucking uh, just drained, baby. Oh, no. I was just like, yeah, I'm like 30, 34. What am I? 34? Yeah, 34 is like maybe the turning age. And so I've gone a couple of times, but yeah, man, I'm just uh, I'm not my youthful, exuberant self like the old days, dude. Oh, it it, it kind of uh, knocks you out for a day then. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, like the I think the second time I did it, I like got home and started like yelling at the dogs, and my wife's like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "I don't fucking know. I'm exhausted. Man. I don't know what's going on." <laughs> How much do they give you? How much uh, money do they give you every time? Um, they have a promotion like you you donate eight times and they give you nine hundred bucks. Oh, okay. I wonder if you so can. Yeah, pretty pretty decent. Have you ever uh, looked into donating jizz? Oh man, you know what? Uh, no, but like yes, because like, I've always wanted to do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like, I just I've never done like if, if you looked at my all time Google search history, you would never find like like come donation near me. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. But, 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 but yeah, I would totally I totally would do it. I mean, somebody out there is probably gonna want to have a little a little a little half Kyle with their kid. You right, know what I mean? right. And I think that <laughs> I think that the company should really do an ad campaign and like actually uh, hire hot chicks to blow you. And, uh, you know, and then, uh, they can take care of it that way. That's, that's a nice, that's a nice way to serve our community. Get blown, 
uh, blow a load for charity or something like that. I don't blow know. Blow a load for charity. Hey, that actually came off the tongue real quick. That was I like that. Blow a load for charity. I, I don't know what we would what we would do it for, but I like where your your mind's going here. Uh, Amanda says, oh, "No, you need a clean shot." I know, stupid. It's a joke. Wait, you need a Whenever we say these things, and it, uh, she, occasionally people will jump in with, oh, no, you need a clean shot. In this case, that's what she says. It's like, I know, idiot. It's a joke. God. Wait, uh, what do you mean? What, what do you mean like a clean shot? Uh, who knows? Uh, maybe I'm, who knows? Yeah, she, I, I, like, like, a, like a COVID shot, you mean? or like? I a, think she means a clean jizz shot. Like it has to go erupt from your dick right into the oh. little, into the ketchup <laughs> dispenser. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, because, yeah, next thing, oh, dude, yeah, because, like, imagine, like, yeah, if a chick blew you, I mean, her DNA is going to get on you. Yeah, she's she going to mix her DNA with your cum, then you put in another third person, right. and then you get, like, like Al Gore or some right, shit coming Right, exactly. She, they, <laughs> they should take it where she actually, yeah, okay, the ch- it's in her mouth, and then she goes, and puts it right into the vagina. That- <laughs> Oh, you don't, I don't know if you know how funny that sounded due to the mic, but that was fucking, that sounded <laughs> funny, dude. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that on that note, we're going to end it. Yeah, hell, I think we have to. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Love you guys. Deucey. Deucey. Amanda. Yeah, I know. Okay. It's a joke. Not everything needs to be literal. Okay. You don't need to correct everything. No, you need a clean shot. She says, ah, how come up? How come what I said can't be a joke too? It's that's not a joke. That's actually what you have to do. Shut up. God. All right. Uh, Kyle from a company that used to sponsor the show. Um, okay. Where are we now? Chris says, I've donated plenty of jizz to charity. Haven't gotten my wife pregnant yet. And I wonder what the um, what the uh, parameters are. Do you have to be uh, of a certain age? You know? By the way, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm reasonably sure that your old pal EZ is now firing blanks. This medicine that I'm taking to shrink my prostate. And when I was talking to the uh, physician's assistant at the, uh, at the urology play, I didn't even get to talk to a doctor and she's like young and a female and it was all weird. And she says, okay, classic symptoms of an enlarged prostate. Uh, the options are, we already got you on the flow max. We're going to give you this other medicine that's going to shrink your prostate. Um, but the, the only other option is remove it. So, and this medicine, you have to take it for six months before it starts working. Oh, okay. So I looked up, she didn't tell me, she didn't say, oh, by the way, it's going to decrease your jizz output. She didn't say anything like that. I went ahead and looked at the side effects myself and it, it says, um, you might have, um, uh, sudden bouts of nauseousness and it said your jizz may be reduced. And, uh, 
I don't yet have confirmation on that because that would mean that I have to actually have sex. Um, but the other one, for sure, I, I there's been two crazy bouts of nauseousness. One led to me actually barfing. Uh, Megan says, like, the quantity of fluid is less or the amount of swimmers is less. Uh, I'm not really sure. I think that it's the amount of fluid is less. Amanda, this is this is so ridiculous. She writes, I want to say so many things right now, but I'm, I'm going to restrain myself for two reasons. One, for the frequency of my chatting, and two, because I just need to shut up. Well, then why did you write that? Do you not see? Just don't, don't stop touching the keyboard. Stop. Move away from the keyboard. No, no. Tisk tisk. Pretty sure it's decreased volume of load. I will let you know when the time is right. Because typically, um, it looks like snow-capped mountains. All right? Uh, batch distribution makes Diana's boobies look like, uh, you know, the tops of the Andes. But now I'm pretty sure it will be looking like the Andes Mountains in the summer. Bob, don't get her going. Bob says, sell a product to help with that. No, just, yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to get Amanda. There's two things we're doing. I'm trying to tell this fucking story and we have to put up with Amanda and then we have to put up with everybody trying to get Amanda to talk about selling her, peddling her stupid vibrator shit. Leave it alone. We've got her on the run. Okay. <coughs> Chris from Buffalo says, like drywall dust. I don't know. Brandis makes throw up icon. Yeah, don't act like you're not turned on. And Chris says, does it taste different? I don't know. These are all questions that, and comments that are ridiculous in nature. You're all ridiculous audience members. I want you to know that. And by the way, if you want to actually not, uh, uh, if you want to curtail your comments, you can't say, hey, pfft, pfft, I want to say so many things, but I'm, I'm trying to restrain my sag. Hey, guys, trying to restrain, restrain myself. One, for the frequency of my chatting, and two, because I just need to shut up. God damn, you're annoying. Ah, right now, the three-headed monster of annoyance. Uh, Two Hall of Famers are Amanda and Kenny. Now... Kenny is a retired annoyer. Kenny, truthfully, does not annoy me that much. But because of his years of annoyance, all intentional, by the way, 
Um, he is a Hall of Fame annoyer. Amanda is in the prime of her annoyance. She is incredibly annoying right now. Rookie of the year for annoying is Ashley. All right. So that three-headed monster. And that's all I need to get me going. Aram says, don't worry, Amanda. Everyone likes you. Now, this isn't about liking or disliking. Okay? And by the way, uh, you're you're an up-and-comer. So, four-headed monster, Aram. Aram's pretty annoying, too. Uh, so, yeah, this isn't... Don't get this mixed up with like or dislike. I like all of these people. Uh, just like I'm annoying, so are you. You guys are unbelievably annoying in a good way. Megan says Aram can't even work YouTube. Oh, that was so horrible. I don't like Patreon. It's hard. It's hard to do things on Patreon. It doesn't work. It's a bad uh, what do you mean? And then he gives like a litany of reasons that don't make sense. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I think you're the only one that's having that problem. Why can't it be like Twitch? <laughs> Megan, who's brilliant, says, Aram, click the YouTube button when you see the video on Patreon. And it'll ask if you want to open the app. You're welcome. Don't make me do things. It has to be the way I think it should be. God damn. What a pain in the ass. All right. Thank God I have you all, though, because then I can just bitch and complain about you to your face. Uh, thank you so much to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Uh, when it comes to getting a mortgage for the home, <laughs> there's always, you know, when I say it's it's always a great time with the Mario Flores Lakeshore team. Of, yeah, truth be told, it fucking sucks right now. Uh, you want to buy that house, you're going to be uh, getting in for 7.5% interest. Now, it's not 20% like 1980, but... We got to stop comparing it to that. Eventually, this is going to turn around when uh, they they decide that we have to keep raising the interest rate on us. But if you are in the market for a home, okay, reach out to Mario from anywhere in the U.S. 231-332-6505. That's 231-332-6505. Now, it could be for your first mortgage. Could be for uh, maybe you've done this many, many times, not your first rodeo. I'm just asking you to reach out to Mario and pick his brain, see how he can help you. Not to mention if you need to get money out of your home because of whatever circumstances, maybe you need a new roof, maybe uh, uh, pay off a high interest credit card bill, you know, better to pay off seven and a half percent than pay off 25% on a high interest credit card. I saw one today in offer before I got the show started 
that said sign up for no interest for 12 months when you roll over your uh, uh, other credit cards. Then after 12 months, interest rate variable 25 to 29.99. Can you imagine 29.99 APR? God damn. It's ridiculous. Uh, but so you can do that. Rather you pay off the seven and a half percent spread out over 30 years than uh, whatever the fuck you're paying for a high interest credit card. 231-332-6505. Pretty sure uh, Joe Martinez has come and gone. I should probably get an update from that guy. See if we have any uh, pressing issues. <laughs> All right, incoming, senor. He's going to go, what? Uh, hey, morning. How how was it at the house? I don't know. Well, it wasn't you. Was it David? Yeah. Oh, it was David. I, I'm I'm uh, I'm uh, what do you call it? I'm on ninety. You're, yeah, you're 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 traveling. Well, I'm working, but yeah, I'm going to Battle Creek to work. Okay. Well, you enjoy it. Thanks for sending David. That means uh. Uh, he came in, took care of it. You should be done in like 45 minutes, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. I, haven't, right. I haven't had a chance to look at the invoice yet, but, um, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, what the hell are you doing in Battle Creek? That's a, that's far away. That's, that's out of your way, isn't it? Well, yeah, we got a guy that he works for, uh, like, a. Uh, what do you call the property management, a big one in Grand Rapids. Yeah. And so they got some buildings down here in Battle Creek. And so they, you know, asked us to come and take care of them for them. Oh, or, nice. you know, this and that. So, you know, they pay for all that. So, but I mean, there's like four, five rooftops on the roof. And I think there was seven on the ground. So it's a big manufacturing building that uh, is empty right now, but they're thinking about, uh, changing it into like a grow room, right? Grow, right. Oh, okay. Uh, so I have to come down here and look at all the rooftop units, get them all running, make sure they're operating properly, and then kind of go over and see what we might need to add so that they're able to grow all the marijuana down here. Ah, uh, uh, absolutely. Hey, are you going to be at the hockey you game know? tomorrow? Well, yeah. That's right, because you're sponsoring the hockey team now. It's like uh, it's like you're you're all over the place at the arena. We got that big banner, and then on um, what is it, October twenty seventh? Well, with that post on Facebook that we got, well, we got a table that we're setting up to hand out some flyers and you know, like some there you go pucks with our name on it and everything like that, and then some candy for the kids and all that. Um, and that's that drawing for those four tickets for that same uh, same game. Very good, very good. Okay, I'll you see know, you. So, but yeah, we'll yeah, be there. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, Okay, $2 beer, $2 hot dogs, man. I know it. I know it, and you're going to drink up. <laughs> Bud uh, Light, I don't know, man. It's that Bud Light, you know. I, I've heard some funny things about that Bud no, Light. Oh, stop it. Know. Stop it. Stop it. You know, Remember, uh, hey, know. hey, open borders. <laughs> I say open borders. Well, they don't drink Bud Light down there in the, in down <laughs> south, man. They don't even know what Bud Light is. It's all Corona and Modelo. All right, say something nasty so, in Spanish. What do you want me to say in nasty Spanish? Say something bad about my dog taking a shit on the carpet. 
tu pinche perro se está cagando en la carpeta, pinche rey, porque no te lo cuides el cabrón para que se va para afuera a cagar allá afuera, no adentro de la pinche casa. Ah, ya tu pinche mujer se va a enojar contigo porque eres bien pendejo. Ah. <laughs> All right, thank you. Right, see okay. you. Bye. There you go, Joe Martinez. I heard perro. I heard perro and uh, pondeco, pendeco, whatever. De cargara. Uh, discussion about whiny Aram. Amanda says, uh, I think you need, need a new phone. Aram says, maybe, but I don't really care. I only told him because he asked. Yeah, I'm pretty much, I'm pretty much sure that it was operator error. Aram writes, eh, I'm only going to say good things to him because that's all he wants to hear. That's, that's not true at all. You said the Patreon app stinks. I don't agree with that. I asked you to list the reasons why you did. And they're all fallacy. They're, they're, they're not reasons at all. Okay. Which means you're a whiner. You're complaining, which makes you part of the foursome now. Amanda, Kenny, Aram, Ashley. The annoying foursome. The four horsemen of annoyance. I can't think of anyone else who fits that bill. Kenny, a Hall of Famer. He's reformed. Amanda is the Tom Brady. Uh, you're kind of sneaky about it. And Ashley is rookie of the year. You're on the, okay. Picture Mount Rushmore. If any of you can do Photoshop, I can't. You can have the four faces of these people on the Mount Rushmore of annoying. So annoying. Oh my God. Pain in my ass. Uh, Cole says, cut him some slack. There's no meat in his system, so his brain doesn't work right. Well, I don't know. Okay. You see, I'm not going to go that far. Aram is very, very healthy. He's got it down when it comes to, like, meat eating or or not meat eating. Okay? I, I don't think that Aram not eating meat has anything to do with his strength in annoying. Uh, Amanda writes, so Eric, if I wanted to not to be not annoying, what classes should I take? Again, I have no idea. That's just a dumb question, which makes it annoying. My God. Uh, um, uh, Ashley, Hurricane Ashley is so annoying that she'll actually go, oh, Oh, God, fuck you. Oh, fuck you. I'm just not going to, I'm not going to listen anymore. I'm like, uh, okay. All right. Amanda says, well, I'm serious though, because I think I might be annoying at work too. Um, no classes necessary. Uh, all you need to do is uh, hack off your tongue. Uh, do anything you can to avoid speaking.
Uh, Megan says, I think you should ask Meathead. Uh, Kenny, I mean, ask Kenny. Kenny, um, his annoyance, his level of being annoying, everything was annoying about Kenny. And I just kind of like got out of the way of a lot of it. And then he figured the rest out himself. Kenny would call me and I'd be on the phone with him. And then after about half an hour with, I, I would, okay, he would call, I'd put it on speaker and set it down and then leave. And then I'd come back and then uh, after about a half hour, I'd go, yeah, oh, wow. And he's still talking. He doesn't even know I left. I go to the store, I come back. Uh-huh, right on. And no awareness whatsoever as to how much time he was consuming with these phone calls. And then the texts. Oh my God. You know, like when you scroll through it and it's just, it's gray, you know, as it was, uh, you didn't have it. He doesn't have an iPhone or it's this green text or whatever the fuck. And it's just, it's just a wall of green as I thumb through it. And oh fuck, it took him like three hours to do it because he doesn't have the ability to actually, his fingers are so wide that he doesn't have the ability to actually, uh, uh type appropriate letters. So I was talking about the Patreon. He's better off just mashing his face against the keyboard and he would have a better chance of actually making, having a, a message that makes sense. Oh my God. Uh, I'm Kenny writes, I'm sorry, Amanda, but I'm sure that you are referring to her being annoying. And I'm just being honest. He suggests she reads a chapter of Proverbs every day. Oh, come on, you asshole. Read the Bible to be less annoying? That's bullshit. You're supposed to read the Bible when, you know, like you got cancer or, uh, you know, something serious. That's when you read the Bible. You don't say, baby Jesus, I want to be less annoying. You got to, that's a, that's a, no, that's not, you can't do that. The Bible is set up for like, you're really in rough shape. Like maybe like addicted to crack or, uh, Whatever you're, 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 you're a, a psycho killer. You're, you're, you're serial killer. You're, you're, you're murdering children. That's when you pray to Jesus. Not when you're annoying, you asshole. Becca Shea. I don't, I don't know if I can get behind this. Becca Shea says the Bible makes you more annoying. Yeah. I, I don't know about that. I think the Bible's pretty good. In fact, of all the books, there's a lot of good in all those books. You can go Quran. You can go, uh, what do the Jews read? What is it called again? I know it's, uh, there, there's actually a term. Um, what is that book called? The Torah. That's it. Thank you. Which... I don't know if that's a totally separate book or that's just the Old Testament. I, I don't know. I, I've never read the Bible before. I don't, I'm not much of a scholar. 
But Kenny suggests if you want to be less annoying, you you read the Bible. Now, Becca Shea says it's a joke. Now, I know it's a joke, but Kenny is so goddamn annoying that you can't even joke about the Bible without him going, hey, <laughs> ow, wow, now I'm offended. You can't say anything bad about that. It's the joke. Fucking settle down, you fucking idiot. Kent says the Torah is the first five books of the Bible. I learned something right there. Thank you, Kent. Please check with your boss. Ask him why he's ghosting me. Can you at least tell your boss to tell me to fuck off? Because I keep texting him and he's just ignoring me. Hey, uh, boss, Eric's talking about you on the podcast. He, he's wondering why he can't get an answer back. All I type is, hey, we, are we back in business? Can we get back after it? No answer. Again, speaking of annoying, it'd be better. I would feel better if he just said, hell no, fuck you. I'm so low man on the totem pole. I can't even get anybody to say, hell no, fuck you. Amanda says, okay, as fun as this is, I have to go into work. Don't talk to anyone. Just say hello. Hello. Uh, fill up your water bottle. Don't eat like an asshole. And then uh, spare these people for one day. Nate into the mix says it certainly doesn't make you less annoying. There's no one more annoying than Ken E. Okay. Well, now that's going to start a fight. He is not going to like that. And he's, that's it. You see how this goes? Zane's impression of Kenny sounds like a washed up cowboy. So there's something that's been happening over the years. Uh, ever since Tom Brenneman, baseball announcer. This is the other baseball story I have. If you remember way back a few years ago, uh, August, uh, I think, of 2020, Tom Brenneman was the play-by-play voice of the Cincinnati Reds. He didn't think his mic was on. They were talking about something in his ear and he couldn't hear it. And he was actually live. And then you hear him say uh, this horrible thing into the microphone. The audience heard that. Audio check, video check. This is that moment. Live, the pregame show presented by Ray St. Clair Roofing. I pride myself. Okay. One of the F rhymes with bag capitals of the world. Reds Live. Brought to you by Ray St. Clair Roofing. The next thing that happened was later on in the game, 
Tom Brenneman has to um, apologize live on TV. It was never heard from again. I think he's still doing baseball somewhere in like South America. It's like a it's like a weird Brock Meyer slash Kenny Powers type of fall from grace. Uh, but when he was apologizing, Nick Castellanos hit a home run of the Reds. Since that time, Nick Castellanos, every time, there's been several times he's been up to bat when announcers are talking about something serious and he hits a home run. That happened again the other night. This is the moment when it happened. Got a former Phillies manager on our mind. Charlie Manuel continues to improve. He suffered a stroke a couple of weeks ago. A legend here. 12 seasons as a manager in the big leagues. Nine of those coming here in Philadelphia and was the skipper of that Jimmy Rollins 2008 Philadelphia Phillies World Series winning team. And good reports coming in. He's even taking a little batting practice, we understand, lately. So, Charlie, if you're out there. We're thinking of- when they said batting practice, I thought, oh, he's he's really making a road to recovery. He's swinging the bat. Oh, this was Thursday. Uh, oh. so we- uh, he's no better. Look at him. He's, in, he's He's got a guy holding him up. He's got the stupid socks on. Always rake. Charlie, all he wanted was people to hit bombs. <laughs> in the air, deep left center field. Castellanos has another one for Charlie. His son loving it. Multi-homer games for Harper and Castellanos. The fifth of the night for the Phillies. And it's 9-2. to Okay. So that adds to the legend of Nick Castellanos. Here is a uh, collection of Nick Castellanos' bad timing. Just updated. 3-0 ball game with the Reds in front of the Royals. We go to the top half of the fifth inning. Castellanos to lead things off. Jim Day is going to be taking us the rest of the way through this game. As Holland takes over on the mound. Um, I made a comment earlier tonight that um, I guess uh, went out over the year that I am deeply ashamed of. Um, if I have hurt anyone out there, I can't tell you how much I say from the bottom of my heart. I'm so very, very sorry. I pride myself and think of myself as a a man of faith. <laughs> as there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. Oh my and God. so that'll make it a 4 nothing ball game. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Oh, you're not. I don't know if it's going to be for the Reds. I don't know if it's going to be for my bosses at Fox. I'm going to apologize for the people who signed my paycheck. That is why he's apologizing. For the Reds, for Fox Sports Ohio, for the people I work with, for anybody that I've offended here tonight. Okay, I've, I've said this before. He would have been better suited if instead of all this bullshit, which he doesn't mean, he said, so cardinal rule in, uh, when you're near a microphone is uh, don't say anything uh, that you don't want to go. Always assume every mic is hot. And I didn't do that, and... Uh, I said, and then actually say the word. And uh, then double down and say, 
Now, I could sit here and say I'm sorry, but uh, I'm not. I'm not sorry at all. Uh, it's what I wanted to say at the time, and it was hilarious, and it was fantastic. So if I sit here and act like a bitch and apologize over a word, I'm just feeding the machine. So fuck you. Uh, I'm not apologizing. And then just walk off. I can't begin to tell you how deeply sorry I am. <laughs> that is not who I am. Uh, and never has been. Again, I'll also say this. Every time that I apologize on the radio, I wish I hadn't. I didn't mean any of them. I'm not sorry. And I'd like to think maybe I could have some people that uh, that could back that up. <laughs> He's actually actually trying to like uh, uh, look for allies with that comment. If there's anybody that can back me up, tell everybody how great I am. I am very, very sorry. And oh. I beg... Oh, for your forgiveness. Jim Dale, take you the rest of the way home. Poor Jim Dale. Uh, all right. Dinger number two, Cassiano's it homer. It happened in the top of the third inning of the Peoria Sports Complex and a ground ball by Jonathan India. Tatis reached to his right and threw the runner out in a close play at first base. That's when things got interesting and not in a good way. Tatis started walking back toward the Padres dugout, even though there was only one out. He was met by manager Jace Tingler and a trainer and took himself out of the game. And there's a deep drive into left field by Castellanos, and that will be a home run, so that'll make it a th- Tremendous. There's a drive into... At the age of 96, he served our country in World War II. He went to the University of Kansas, and so did his son, Pat Gorman, who's been working for the Royals in the clubhouse for 26 years. Wow. And that was Pat's father. Well, that's a great life, 96 years. And Pat, just like his dad, went to KU. He also went to Bishop Ward High School. There's a drive into deep left center field, and there's never a great time to eulogize someone during the broadcast so we apologize for the timing but our hearts go out to Pat who's just been a he's still doing it Abby and Caroline who lost their grandfather but they had him uh, for 96 years wow. sorry for your loss the next one is is uh the 9-11 home run Castellanos 9-11 home run <laughs> breaking ball destroyed oh Castellanos clubs into the bullpen More two-out thunder. Another two-run bomb. What was that with that and pitch? Is that an ethos pitch? Reds lead. Is that an ethos pitch or ethos? That's a new career high. 28 homers for Castellanos. What does Barry Larkin say? You have to try to get underneath the curveball. Castellanos hit during Pete Walker DUI announcement. And Pete Walker sitting on the bench and... Rosario gets a strikeout, and of course, Pete Walker was waiting until all of the information is gathered. Pictures today, and we're scheduled to see Thomas Hatz, Julian Merriweather, and maybe Anthony Castro throughout the course of this game. Uh, ah. That's going to drop for a base hit. Cast- I can't play all of them. Look at how many more there are. This is incredible how many times this has happened. For the sake of momentum, I can't play them all. How the fuck does this keep happening? 
If you're the uh, announcer of the Phillies, oh, there you go. Tyler's, again, Tyler and I thinking the same thing. I was just about to say what he already typed. We do this all the time, by the way. We are uh, joke brothers. Tyler and I are joke brothers, and I had this conversation with him uh, recently through text. Every time I, a lot of, a lot of times I'll say something, I'll look and you've already written it. If the Phillies announcers were smart, they would announce some sort of awful story every at bat for Castellanos. Yeah, totally lean into it. Just make it up. Oh my God. And then uh, Patrick says the same thing. I bet some of these broadcasters sit on these stories until Castellanos is up to the plate. Well, that is just fantastic. Just fantastic. Uh, my friends, uh, earlier Joe Martinez, and uh, I've been talking about him on the show, A&E Heating and Cooling. I owe him uh, 79 bucks in theory uh, for getting the furnace tuned up for this heating season. And you can take advantage the same way. Uh, call Joe at 616-516-8579 to get started. A&E Heating and Cooling in West Michigan, the $79 furnace tune-up special. Yesterday's asshole of the day, introverts. Oh, my God. Yeah, enough. Enough with your, I'm just quiet. No, you're not trying is what you're not doing. Just and just introverted. It's my burden. Uh, yeah, <laughs> fucking knock it off. You're an adult. You know what's worse is is kids that are introverted. Oh God, shy kids. Ah, oh, fuck. They make me feel like such an asshole. When, when you do encounter a kid who's like, hi, how are you? Oh, I love it so much. There's this nice little boy in the neighborhood who I just got to talking to yesterday. He is so head and shoulders above all these other loser kids. I'm walking down the road with Benny, the one-eyed wonder dog, and I hear, hi, can I pet your dog? And I go, yeah, yes, this is Benny. He's only got one eye. And the kid's probably like 10. He gives me his name. I give him my name. I go, yeah, he's a he's a shelter dog. And he goes, wow, that I really. I, and he goes, you know, I have a real good friend at school named Benny. I go, oh, I bet, yeah, I bet he's super nice. He is. I love Benny. I go, oh, that's great. He goes, you want to see my dog? I go, yeah, I do. And he brings out his dog. His dog's named Daisy. So we have this nice interaction. Daisy and Benny become friends, and I become friends with this kid. I slap him five, uh, and and we're buds now. You see, that kid is going to be the boss of your shy kids, okay? Enough with the shyness. You parents are doing a horrible job, okay, uh, with your children. Uh, if the child displays this type of tendency, you're going to need to start punishing them. Take away their devices or whatever, or make them do hard labor uh, to get them out of this shy bullshit. Okay? I'm sick and tired of your shy kids. 
God. Uh, Linda says, friends with a 10-year-old. Yeah, what's wrong with that, hag? Cole says, Zane grooming neighborhood kids now. Uh, Kenny says, that kid's parents are horrible. They obviously never talked to that kid about talking to strangers. Stranger danger. Oh, bullshit. The kids don't know better. Uh, the kids don't know better than to talk to him. So you're suggesting that the kids are, you're all assholes. You're all idiots. Every single one of you. You're all so goddamn annoying. Yeah, shy kids are the worst. All right. Anyway, asshole of the day today. Boy, I don't even know where to begin. Uh, When in doubt, let's see. I can just stick to the four horsemen. Amanda, Aram, Ashley. Boy, all their names start with A. And of course, the Hall of Famer, Kenny. Just because. Uh, TC Paintball brings you the asshole of the day. They are Amanda, Aram, Ashley, and Kenny. Um, Just on your merits alone. Thank you for being here. That's the end of this show. Have a great day. I'll talk to you on Patreon. And we have a Big Fraud Thursday. Who are these free beers in the 6 o'clock hours when that all gets started? Till then, have a good one. Bye-bye.